information America's farmers and ranchers need to know. Adams on Agriculture. Now, back to Mike Adams. Well, a crisis like the one we're going through now forces us to look at some things that maybe we wouldn't have otherwise, and hopefully we'll learn some lessons from this. I was thinking about this uh, the other day. How much in the last year and a half especially we have talked about China? We have talked a lot about China. I mean, a lot. Think about it. First, it was the trade war. Then we talked about African swine fever. Then the signing of the Phase 1 trade deal, and of course now COVID-19. And as much has been said and written about China, probably more should have been said, and certainly more should have been done. We had become so obsessed with selling more to China, we were ignoring our growing dependence on them. President Trump received a lot of criticism for being tough on China during the trade war. Well, it turns out we should have probably been even tougher. Now, this is not China bashing. In fact, it's as much about us as it is them. I've pointed out during the debate over the last couple of farm bills that our real farm safety net is not crop insurance or other government programs, but our safety net, our farm safety net, had become China. We were so seduced by their large population and their potential to buy, especially some of our ag commodities, that we either didn't realize or we chose to ignore our growing dependence on China. We've maintained an embargo on Cuba, supposedly in part because they were a communist country, while continuing to do business with the much larger and, of course, more lucrative communist government in China. Very hypocritical. We pride ourselves, and rightfully so, on not being dependent on foreign countries for our food. But we have let ourselves become dependent on one key market to sell much of our food. We should have seen this coming. Remember when we were energy dependent on the Middle East and how vulnerable that made us? Kind of hard to remember now, I guess, with the gas prices so cheap. But some of us that are old enough remember gas lines and how high-priced gas was. Remember, it wasn't that long ago on the price. Finally, after many years, and thanks in part to our domestic biofuels industry, we have significantly reduced that energy dependence on other countries. We need to do the same with China. Not only with our ag exports, but as we are now painfully aware during this pandemic and this COVID-19, we have become dependent on China for much of our medicines as well. Now, none of this means we should stop trading with China. That wouldn't make sense at all. They are a huge country. They're a large population, and we can and should sell to that market. But it doesn't make sense putting too many of our eggs in one basket. And that is something that, uh, unfortunately, we have done. It's just been too tempting and just seems like we couldn't resist. Now, groups like the U.S. Meat Export Federation, we heard earlier from their president and CEO, and the U.S. Grains Council, these groups do a 
a great job of developing other markets. It's challenging and it takes a lot of other smaller markets to make up for the loss of a big market like China. But these groups do a good job of diversifying our our selling opportunities around the world and therefore reducing our risk when you have a problem with one major buyer. Those groups need more support in their efforts. And as we have learned now, we need more incentives in this country to bring manufacturing jobs back to this country. We've got to stop exporting the manufacturing of products such as medicines to a country like China where we become dependent on them. Look how vulnerable we are. We have a crisis like this, a medical crisis, and dependent on them for the medicines we need to deal with it. There's a lot of finger pointing among politicians about whose fault this is and what should have been done or should we have been more prepared. Well, let's face it. We are all, in some part, guilty of letting this dependency happen. We've accepted and we even joke about it, how many things we buy that are made in China or made in some other country. It's just something we've almost accepted now. We don't seem to mind it as long as those products and those items don't cost us as much as they would if they were made here. We want the lower price. But COVID-19 is no joke. And suddenly, the cost of being dependent on another country is very, very high. We thought we were saving money by being able to purchase products made cheaper in another country, but now we have to ask ourselves, at what price were we saving that money? Now that cost, that bill is coming due, and it's very, very high. It's very, very expensive. You know, there will be many lessons, I hope, learned from this pandemic. We'll see, hopefully in the future, when crises like this occur, that we have learned some lessons and better how to better deal with them, how to better prepare for them, and so we may not get caught, as we have been in this one, as unprepared. But hopefully another one of the lessons that we will learn through this pandemic and this crisis situation is not to give ourselves over so much to one particular country. So many lessons hopefully will be learned from this pandemic. And hopefully one of them will be to give more thought and more support to Made in America. Just some of my thoughts on uh, the situation that we find ourselves faced with now in this COVID-19. Tomorrow we'll continue our look at uh, how it's impacting us um, as we look at the trade situation, trade deals, talks about delaying start of USMCA. We'll get an update on all of that and continue to look at the numbers yesterday from USDA and some market projections as well. But most importantly, be safe, be careful. Hope you'll join us again tomorrow right here on AOA.